Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our Rampy Isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. is This is our K2-D3 supplement. It is a combination of those two vitamins, D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month's supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it. It helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last, but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it, no spaces. Boom, you get 10% off, you're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone, that way you can take your instructionals right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, 
Discount code GRUMPY10, G-R-U-M-P-Y-1-0. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around, check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. I... Uh... Okay, yeah, it tells me you are recording the call. Yeah, I think you can record on your end, too. You want me to do that? May as well. If you can just get it, or, yeah, then you can have it. Uh, where do you, uh, let me see, where do you do that at? Uh-oh. <laughs> there should be somewhere that says options, but producer Rob is, is uh I can turn subtitles, I can turn subtitles on, if that helps us. Oh. Uh, no, that's fine. I can pull the. I can get the audio file and get it to you. So yeah, don't worry about it. If you figure it out, then we'll go. If not, we'll, uh, we'll get starting. So uh, I don't, but it's okay. Kelly here. We're we're at the compound, Rob. We're surrounded by puddles and toilet paper. <laughs> Only partially joking, not real. Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, we're we're at the gym in our office, so I came here because I'm going to plug in my microphone and headphones here in a minute. But Z wanted to do the Pokemon update, so we're just going naked microphone at the at the moment. And uh, so yeah, but we're at the Pedaling Innovation slash Fruit of BJJ compound. This is where we stash our extra stuff, which at the moment happens to include five gallons of water, a bag of dog food, and a giant thing of toilet paper. <laughs> Sign of the time, my friend. Oh. So, so yeah, man, how are you holding down? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm at my little compound here. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not necessarily surrounded by toilet paper and bike pedals, but uh, I think I'll be all right. You're not necessarily saying you're not, so. That is true. You're leaving it open. I don't think you want to reveal too much about your compound, Rob. I think that in case this hits the fan, that we need one secret compound to go to, so we're not going to tell people too much about yours. Well, I've already been contemplating, because I have a crawl space under my house, right? And it's, you know, it's like there's a dirt floor that I have covered in a heavy tarp down there. I started thinking about digging a big hole down there and having, like, an underground bunker in my crawl space. It might fill with water and become a mosquito breeding ground. (laughs) I I considered that. I considered that. So, you know, it could have a sump pump and stuff. You know, these are early. I'm in early stage planning here of my underground bunker. In fact, the need for a generator. Yep, yep. So, uh, he is here. He has joined us specifically for the Pokemon update, we're going to keep the string going. The global pandemic is not going to slow us down. We're going to keep rolling. So, what do you got for us, Z? Um, Come over here by me. So, yeah, yeah ma'am. 
Okay, so I have a met. Okay, so I have a Mega Venusaur EX. It has 230 hit points. It's a grass type. It evolves Venusaur EX. It um its attacks are Crisis Vine, which does 120 damage. And no, it's alright. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. It's a grass type. Mm-hmm. And uh, under the Crisis Vine, it says your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed and poisoned. Ooh, man, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Good one, and it's screaming something in in uh, Japanese mm-hmm. or some sort of Asian language. I guess we're being we're being script assumptive. Um, actually, all megas, um, all megas are screaming something in Japanese. Yeah, you know what we could do? What? Let's use our Google Translator lens thing and see what it says. So hold on, here we go. Where's translator? Probably just Venusaur. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then it says that it doesn't say anything. Obviously, Hawaiian English. It's Hawaiian English is what it says, which is not a real language. You translate from Hawaiian to English. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, well, I guess Hawaiian is really a language. I don't mean that. <laughs> Boy, that was rather rude of you, James. Yeah, no, it's, that's what it's saying. It's trying to, it's, it's, it's going, what it's trying to translate to English. So it said like Hawaiian slash English, and I was like, there's no such language. Anyways, so, all right, ma'am. We're not going to ever be able to find this, to see what this says. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, whatever. Maybe so, one day. What have you been doing to keep busy during the, the, the lockdown? Um. Ride your bike, yeah, whole bunch, and I got splinters a lot. And splinters from playing with friends and riding bikes and climbing trees. No, not from climbing trees. The neighborhood has never been more alive with childhood activity. Never saying ever. Um, and then uh, yeah, we were in drilling last night. <clears throat> you're copying us, man. You're getting good. His his inversion skills are getting pretty good. Start <laughs> him young. I wish I'd learn how to do it at seven. So, all right. Well, I guess that's it. So, thanks for joining us for Pokemon Update time, buddy. You're welcome. Peace out. Peace later, dude. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Peace out. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye, Bye, Rob. Bye. Bye. Let me put on my headphones so we can go true underground bunker radio style and start talking some conspiracy theory. Sweet. And also, I I remember with the Skype. uh, Roger, Roger. Nice. You got me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that sounds so much better now. No, and I remember with the Skype too. Once you hit record, I don't, I can't record at all. So I think it only, oh. allows, it only allows one of us to record. That's fucking bullshit. Like we should be able to record each other, because you know, like how do I know that you're not going to alter the recording? Supposed <laughs> I'm recording this for a reason, right? It's not always for a podcast. Like somebody doesn't trust the other person.
like, yo, bitch, I'm recording this. All right, send me a copy, but don't fucking fuck with it. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty true. That's how it works. Yes. So here we are. Day, who knows, of the global pandemic. We're on fucking lockdown. But we managed to get Grumpy Guy class off the ground today. We did. Did uh, you guys uh, live stream it on Facebook? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I, li- I live streamed it through the uh, MTV Strength Training Systems page, and uh, so yeah, we had a bunch of people join us actually: Phaedra and Angela and Deborah and uh, Sarah Josh Francis and fucking some other people. I'm forgetting Paul, our boy Paul, that uh, trains here at Fruity BJJ, and Keely. Remember Keely? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, from all the way across country. She like she's come all the time when she was here to the classes, so she got to join us. And uh yeah, it was it was good. We just came here to the gym and uh set up a computer, laptop, and I had uh me, Keely and uh Shiloh did it. So gave people some different angles and looks at it and so uh it's kind of funny, though, because I told Shiloh last night that we were going to do it, and I'm, and I'm like, you ready to do Grumpy Guy tomorrow in front of, you know, like, hundreds or thousands of people? And she's all like, whatever, you don't have enough people online to follow you for that. Like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, by James, I got 12,000 people that like MTV Street Training Systems, and, like, Pelling Innovations has, like, 6,000 people, and, like, I can, people like Bike James. And uh, she didn't really believe me. And then today after the live stream, uh, we looked at the stats and like almost 400 people had tuned in during the live stream itself. And uh, she was like, oh, my God, I didn't think there was going to be that many. I was like, what the hell? I told you. You think I was just like talking trash? You don't believe your old man's got like some followers or whatever? But once again, it's like it's weird. I don't uh, Yeah, most people don't have that so i don't know where y'all get sunshine without other people's adoration so it must be a dark existence nah you just fill yourself with your own self-admiration okay you said feel yourself or fill, to fill a- yourself i thought you said feel yourself for a second i was like rob <laughs> this is still a somewhat family show <laughs> so um yeah man so you getting your lift on you said that's one of your your things you got planned yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, I plan on doing a lot of weight lifting while I'm holed up here at my house. Um, today was one of those days where I spent a big majority of the morning lifting weights. So, you know, is what I would do. And I would do a set and then set the timer for like three minutes. And then I would do some sort of chore, you know, take care of some laundry or something. And just And I have many days where I do that already. On the weekends, like when I'm doing food prep or cleaning around the house, I will turn a day of chores around the house to into like an eight-hour workout. Um, it's pretty effective, man. I like it. I don't know how smart it is. and It's not sustainable. You can't do it all the time because you're pretty tired the next day. Yeah. Um, but you can do – you can put in a lot of volume because you take big breaks. There's, I mean – so I'll set the timer for like three minutes. So I, you know, I take a minimum three-minute break in between set. 
sometimes I would get sidetracked doing something and I'll take like a 10 or 15 minute break, you know? And, uh, but yeah, so I'll stretch it out. If I'm not doing much else, man, I'll stretch a workout out all day long. I could, I, I stopped it today around like one thirty or so, so I could eat some lunch and walk my dog before we got on the podcast here. But, all right, uh, man. You know, we should, we didn't even talk about it. We just jumped right into the podcast. We didn't even really talk about why we decided to do a Skype podcast. Um, I, I figure everyone just assumes that, that we're being good social distancers. Yeah, there's that assumption. But it may be, that, that assumption could be a little surprising, probably, for the people that actually know us. For, for, yeah. That we're following the rules. Well, well, I don't know about this we shit, Rob. <laughs> that is true. This, this was uh, my idea to lock myself down in my house. But. In a true partner fashion, I'm here to support your decision, whatever it is. You know, especially because, man, like I said, it's, there, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I think that everybody's just got to take the information that's available and do the make the best decision that they can. And the big thing is just avoid turning it into some sort of like moral high ground fucking argument. Like that's, that's where things just, it's like, you know, man, it, yeah. So, you know, that's not what you're doing. You're not like, you know, telling me like, Oh, you shouldn't be going to your, your gym, even though it's like, you know, technically like technically I should, but you know, I don't know. Like, am I breaking the law by is like coming to the, the, the gym? Like no one's here. You know, I'm not going to contact anyone. I'm passing the goddamn liquor store on the way here. So it's like, you know, I could just be going to the, the liquor store. But, uh, and because so. The liquor store is essential. It's apparently. fucking essential. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm glad it is. You know, it's going to put off the riots a little bit longer. But uh, fucking, I'm glad that they're not shutting that down. But, I mean, you heard uh, <clears throat> I don't know, uh, that they tried to shut down. It was in Denver they were trying to shut down like smaller liquor stores and, and weed uh, dispensaries. And I'm not sure exactly what their definition was, but they're like basically but I know like they got these little hole in the wall places that uh, you know, you put three people in there and you're already breaking every social distancing rule that there is and there's usually two people behind the counter kind of thing, you know what I mean? So right. they, they can't control that shit at all. And so they were trying to shut down, like, these the small liquor stores and, and weed dispensaries, and it fucking caused a, a panic, and people started, like, <laughs> panic buying just alcohol and, and weed in general, and uh, they called it off, like, a couple hours later or whatever, like, a, it was a few hours, but they realized, like, holy shit, this is, people aren't listening to us that we're not going to shut down all of them, they are, you know... Uh, assuming that this is the first domino to fall, and, and now they're not going to be able to get alcohol and weed, and and the, the real panic started to fucking set in, and so they had to call that off, which, you know, is like, well, what the fuck, man? If that was for our health and safety, and we've got to do everything we can for our health and safety, and and but then you, but there is a line in the sand, obviously, where you guys realize that you're destabilizing society too much, and we got to pull back from that, so... You know, uh, yeah, that is. Well, so. the, it is a pretty funny thing. The one argument I can't, I would say for I, either one of those, either the weed stores or the alcohol, is you know there is people 
that have medical claims to weed, you know, whether. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So I could, I could see that. And then also when it comes to um, medical lottery tickets. Yeah. Well, when it comes to alcohol, like if someone is a raging alcoholic and they just run out of their stash, <laughs> like that could be. Forced I mean, to dry the fuck out. That's a yeah, loss that, of a lifetime customer. I'm kidding, well, dude. The, that could be. That could it be. Can't be bad. I'm not trying to make light of that. It is bad. Yeah. You know, someone detoxing from alcohol. I mean, they they, they could. I mean, all joking aside, that could be serious. So. Yeah. I could. No. See, it, it is funny, but yeah, I, I could see um, how they just realized, like, oh wait, this is a misstep. Yeah, well, like I said, they weren't even shutting them all down. They were like, they were issuing an ordinance on on ones that are like are a certain size. But it just, you know, everyone's so jumpy right now that it's like, oh shit, we know where this is going, motherfucker. You know, like we've seen writing on the wall. You guys are gonna shut it all down next. And uh, so yeah, it uh, it's such a <laughs> I don't know, man. We were we, we were talking about it a little bit yesterday when we were chatting. I'm kind of interested to get more of your thoughts on it, but it's just such a fucking weird time to look at the news because you realize just how goddamn irresponsible half the fucking news reporting is, and most of the time it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's it's a problem, but it's not like a big deal. But now you're like causing fucking panic in in people because of the irresponsible nature of how people are covering what the fuck is going on. And, like, that's way more scary than the goddamn fucking virus. I, I don't know what you think. No, I, I agree 100%. And that really came to light for me this week. I mean, I, I knew, or I, I say I knew, I had the opinion leading up to this that a lot of media or news outlets are kind of full of shit. You know, they put their own opinion, you know, and they spin the story. And But I, I do that... I don't really care about the news 99% of the time. Like, I don't watch it. I just, I don't care. I'm not, I don't have a goddamn USA Today subscription, and I'm not reading fucking articles every day just because most of it's just nonsense. But, dude, this week in particular, with all this going on, I can't remember exactly what, like, sent me down this path. Like, I had, I was like, all right, I got to do my own little test. So... (laughs) It was, I think it was like on Monday or Tuesday, um, Trump and the coronavirus task force did a, a briefing, right? Like they've been doing every day. And I was like, all right, I'm going to, and I watched all hour and a half or two hours. Like I watched, dude, I literally put it on and I watched and I listened to the whole thing. And then the next day, um, I listened to, like, I have like three different news podcasts I listened to. Um, there's one called like Up First. Uh, then there's uh, there's like an ABC News one. There's an NPR one, and there's a New York Times one that all put out like a daily news recap. You know, they're all like ten, fifteen minutes long or something. And dude, what? The, almost all three of those were really focused. They're really they hate Trump. And how they spun that, like, the news they put out and the headlines that I read the next day about that press conference, I was like, what in the fuck? I was like, that is not what transpired. Like, I listened to the whole thing. I was like, I can see how you could put your own twist on it and make it sound like that. Yeah. That's what's fucking dangerous. And and that's what, dude, that really pissed me off is because that's where a lot of people get the news from. Like, they don't. 
they'll just go to one news source and they just take what they say, you know, verbatim. Like, oh, that's it. That's the news. And they don't realize, like, that fucking asshole journalist spun it, you know, to fit his, you know, sensibilities or whatever, you, however you want to put it. And, man, it's really frustrating because it, it was gross. Like, the example that I, that I, the examples of that I've seen this week are super frustrating. And, yeah. And that's so dangerous because you just get so many people that, well, then it just, makes all of us as a, as a whole as a society like just super untrusting of anything we hear and then that that just fuels the uncertainty i mean there's enough uncertainty with this virus as it is and then now we're uncertain about all the information coming out like people just don't know what the fuck to do yeah no man yeah exactly it's funny you say that what was the what was the press conference i'm just curious because there was one in particular last week that he did that they just fucking ran with and just misrepresented so fucking crazy it was just like oh my god man i don't even have to be a trump supporter to be like what the fuck is wrong with you guys do you, do you remember I, honestly i don't remember the exact like i i could give you an example of one like this was after I kind of did my, my own little experiment, but like, and this is a really easy example, like the one he just had the other day to where he, he said that he would like to have the country open back up and things running normal by Easter. Yes. Yeah. Dude, and they, so, okay, dude, I listened to that and I went back after hearing <laughs> reports of it. Yeah. I, Cause I listened to it the first time around. And the way I saw him, but, and first of all, like, I'm not a fucking Trump supporter. I mean, I'm, I support him right now. He's a president. I want him to figure out a solution to this whole pandemic. Yeah. But, like, dude, I'm not, I'm not <clears throat> into politics. I could give zero fucks about politics. But I want America to succeed. But anyways, so all he was saying, he was just being, like, an optimistic coach. You know what I mean? Like, if you go into the locker room at halftime and you're getting fucking trounced by the other team, are you going to go in at halftime and just look at all your players and be like, ah, we're fucked. We might as well just call it a wrap. Are you going to go in there, yeah, you're going to go in there and, and be positive and try to pump them up and try to get them going in the right direction? <clears throat> That's all he was doing, dude. He never said, we're opening back up. He mm-hmm. said, dude, his words were like, Easter's a special time for me. It's a special time for a lot of people in this country. Wouldn't it be great if we could have this figured out and we could all go to church on Easter Sunday? That's literally yeah. all, dude, that's all he said. He, he didn't say this is what's going to happen. He just said, wouldn't that be great? We are working hard to make that happen. He's like, if it happens, it happens. You know, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But let's try. That's all he yeah. was saying. And I think he, they even asked him. They asked him, like, what, what, what date do you have in mind? Because he was coming back, like, saying, like, you know, we need to open up. Like, we need to have some sort of plan to try to, like, open the economy back up and I, I like they even asked him for the day right like right i could i could be wrong but it's not like he came out and said all right here's what's happening motherfuckers easter raring to go write it down like i was like fucking yeah no that's exactly the, what i'm what I, what I saw too man like when you actually like listen to what he said like he didn't say what they said he said it all and, no. and, it, and when you dug into it even deeper, even when he was talking about opening the country back up, he was talking about doing like a phased, like, man, okay, let's use our information to, to attack this thing with like laser precision instead of just like carpet bombing the entire country if it doesn't need it. 
And so even then, he, like, he, he wasn't even saying, like, no, we're just lifting all restrictions and just going back to 100% by Easter. And, and then, yeah, man, you read the fucking the, – the, the hysteria that came from that fucking press conference on, like, CNN. I mean, they're the worst, bro. They are the fucking worst. They had one article, man, I read that, dude, they were just like – it was, it was uh, basically is like the United States has passed – uh, China and Italy for the most coronavirus cases. This is a travesty and a tragedy, and it's all President Trump's fault, and thousands of Americans are fighting to stay alive, and he just wants to get the economy going, and it's like, oh my god, man, and this is just straight up like an article on CNN, and it's like, this is insanity, like what what they're saying and the way that they're representing things, and it's like, this is fucking so crazy so yeah man that's what's got me more freaked out than anything is like what's gonna happen when uh i I don't think this is gonna blow up like they think it's gonna blow up i think that because here's the problem is like what i've noticed is that they're starting to realize that this thing is fucking way more prevalent than they ever imagined right like so many people are asymptomatic or or just get barely sick or not, you know, they get sick, but not like I need to go to the fucking hospital. Like we're joking around, like only halfway, but like I think I had it. I think Kelly had it. You you said you thought you I, had it. I I believe I had it because I, I had think, a dry, I had a dry cough and I was I was kind of down and out for a few days. But it was yeah yeah it was just like being sick. I mean obviously yeah. I didn't get fucking tested. And this no. was back this was back at the beginning of February because uh, I was kind of finishing up being sick on President's Day. Because I went skiing that day, so I remember uh, specifically. I was still coughing a little bit that day, but yeah, yeah, they. It's just there's so many unknowns. They just don't know, and then the fucking news and all the shit and how they're spinning everything has just got so buddy. It's got so many people just freaking out. It's yeah. Well, I told you, man. Thing, man. I called it from the beginning. This is how things are handled in in today's call out culture, like the the media. And the medical establishment have decided that this is the message and this is this is the line that you have to toe. And it's the same thing whether it comes to like, you know, gay rights or transgender crap or like just whatever the fuck it is. It's like you, you can see this all over. Like the media and a certain group have set the fucking line in the sand and any just want a discussion. Can we just discuss that line? is shouted down from this fucking fake-ass moral high ground that they think that they have. And it's like, this is scary. Like, we should be able to discuss this, not fucking, you know, have this break down into hysterical hyperbole because this is the, fu- this is the story. And, and what's going to, what I'm really curious is what's going to happen when this does not blow up, like they say it's going to blow up. And, but, man... What do you, like? Are they gonna back off this hysterical pitch that they have taken this shit to? And like, I don't know if they are. And that's where, like, that you know, I don't know what exactly that means. But uh, like, that's where things are gonna get real interesting when the American public is just like, "What the fuck, man!" Like, you know, you guys have been screaming that we're about to collapse for fucking weeks now. And no offense, but show me the bodies. And you know, they get some fucking doctor who will go like, it's like a war zone in here. Hey, I got news for you. You can go to fucking some hospital at, at like any major city in a bad spot, and you're going to find a doctor who's going to tell you, it's like a war zone in here. 
You know what I mean? Like finding a fucking doctor who says that the ER in an already overcrowded hospital is like a war zone in here is not something that's indicating like shit is way different than it usually is. Like that's the other thing that drives me nuts, man. You know, they get these fucking do- oh, I heard from a doctor. He texted me and said that like, you know, you know, on uh, uh, um, course of anonymity, but it's, it's like a war zone in here. And it's like this shit causes panic, man. People think there's no beds in the fucking hospitals, that the respirators are gone, that like, you know, and it's like none of this is true. None of this is fucking true. But we got to fucking listen to it because it, it, it is Trump bad, you know, anything that fucking Trump it makes Trump look bad is good. And it's like, dude, this is crazy. So, yeah, that's where we find ourselves. Yeah, it is. It is a crazy time. You know, but that's so I'll, I'll kind of go back to why I decided to keep my happy ass at home. You know, and I don't know how I maybe mean, it's probably just going to be for the next week or so. Um, I, I, I don't have like a definitive thing like, oh, I need to see this and then I'll I'll go out and about again. Um, it's just that you know, I, I think the story that would keep everybody calm and if they were just to be factual, like, listen, this is a new virus. You know, it, it's kind of new to us as a species. So a lot of people haven't built up an immunity yet. We haven't quite got we haven't quite got it all figured out. So if you guys would all just chill out and stay home, let us basically just buy us time to figure it out a little bit more, then we'll be okay. But that's not the that's not the story. That's not the picture that gets painted for all of us. And it's just then it gets skewed, you know. So the, that uncertainty scares people, and then you get these journalists and these media outlets putting their twist on it and causing this other hysteria and they sensationalize this other shit you know what i mean like you get all the all these deaths in italy and italy had this huge outbreak well they don't share with you the rest of the things like hey listen they have a significantly older population they smoke a lot more than than us you know uh they tend to families large families tend to live together in the same building but you know they're more community-based and so they have a like they're, the way their society is set up is like a perfect breeding ground for this virus, you know. So that's why they're that's why they're having so much trouble. Disproportionately, but, yeah. Yeah, disproportionately, and and I don't know if people are afraid to say that, or you know what I mean, because you can find that information. It's not like I have an inside track to fucking Italy. Yeah. But I, you know, I got to do a little bit of digging. You know, like the mainstream media is not going to say this. Like, hey, they're kind of at fault for the reason why there's you know, it spread so bad there, you know, because of the way well, there's other there's facts. Co- I would, I wouldn't say fall. I would say there's fault. other factors. Right. Right. Other fa- yeah. I don't yeah. Say fall. Like I'm not, yeah. 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 Yeah kind of thing, you know, you get you know, looked at like, yes. oh, you're just you're just being a fucking asshole. Like, no, yeah. no, no, we're not being assholes. We're just saying it like it is. We're fucking moral high ground, man. Any questioning of the line, any questioning of this is the line that you have to step into and, and march along with is just fucking called out so hard that it's we can't we can't even have a discussion here. Like, man, the other thing, uh, uh, and again, you know, I non-verified, but I read somewhere that their medical system collapsed 
under the flu a few years ago. So this isn't exactly like a, uh, a, a super robust medical system that has never, you know what I mean? Like this has happened before for just like a really bad flu hit the area. And they had the same thing. When they say medical system collapse, what they basically mean is that they don't have beds to take in new patients and that they, they don't have the, the equipment that they need to save everyone equally. To them, like that is that's what they mean when they say the medical system is going to collapse. It's not like all of a sudden every doctor in the world can't do fucking medicine. Like that's what they're that that that's what that term means is this you know and and obviously that's going to have ripple effects and it obviously affects the whole system. But again, even that, even like the worst case scenario is not Armageddon for everyone. You know, yeah, that's a fucking shit ass scene. That sucks, but. You know, it's not like Armageddon for the entire fucking planet. It, uh, so stop portraying it that way. I know that was like when that article was all like shame on the USA for for passing the number for, of coronavirus cases. It's like, dude, Italy is, is – we're five times the size of Italy. And, and China doesn't like – I read somewhere like they don't even report their asymptomatic cases. They only report symptomatic cases. And are we really going to believe a communist government? With Dude, their yeah, numbers, you can't believe you can't believe any numbers coming out of China. No, so so for the way that that article was representing the shame on America for surpassing the number of coronavirus cases, you know, in a country that's that's we're five times larger than, and another country that is lying out its fucking butt about everything regarding this thing. How dare America? Trump is an asshole. It was yeah, that was I was just like this is fucking insane. Like, but. Uh, yeah, I know, man. It's hard. I, here's my my uh, my take. Like the real problem is that if people said what the real problem was, people would be so pissed off that they would like like there would be hell to pay. There would be political and and other ramifications if people really explain. Well, no, no. Here's the problem, guys. Like, because this is the thing. Everyone's like, why is this such a big deal? Why is why. You know, not trying to discount the deaths and stuff, but like it, you know, it doesn't kill indiscriminately. It's mostly old folks. It's mostly, you know, people recover from it. It's not a death sentence. Like, why is this thing collapsing the entire like world system and, and shutting down America? And it's that it, it's like I said, it's that that collapse of the medical system in certain areas. But the like the the uh, was the analogy I came up with is like you know you got a fucking car you're driving and you know, you're driving along at a certain speed, and then you, you start coming down an incline, and you start going 10% faster than normal. And then you go to use the brakes, and you realize the brakes can't handle the speed. And it seems fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like, seriously? Like, this is, I was going 60, now I'm going 66, and you're telling me I'm going to fucking crash into a wall at the bottom of this hill? What the fuck? That sounds stupid. But... Why is that? And, you know, you can look into it. And it's like, well, we've got a, a, a medical system that's overloaded with an unhealthy population and they're already strained. Like, it doesn't take much to break them. And it's like, but we're in the car. You know what I mean? Like, we, 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 we have to deal with the fact that our fucking brakes are about to fail regardless of how much faster and what it took to make them fail. But if you explain that to people, they're going to be like, well, why? What happened? Why are we in this position? Like, why is the medical system like that? Like, what is going on here? And that's where people, like, I, I think there is a, uh, a sense of self-preservation 
in the way that they're explaining this because there is a problem that you can point to. It's that we've got a fucking unhealthy population. Like being a fat fuck is no longer your own personal choice. From this day forward, this is proof that your fucking lifestyle choices affect everyone around you. Because one, if you're obese and you've got any one of those, those medical factors that go along with it, then you're already putting strain on the medical system on a day-to-day basis. This is one of the reasons the medical system's in such bad shape to begin with, because they're taking care of so many fucking people that have preventable problems. Like, do you agree? I, I agree 100%. 100%, man. So, so being a fat fuck is no longer your own personal choice. Like, you are putting a strain on the medical system, both on a daily basis, and now, like, you, you continue to have to put that strain on the medical system when everyone else is, is, is being asked to stop, right? But you still got to, like, you can't. You got these things that you still have to have fucking treated. And then you're also one of the people who are, are at a higher risk for having complications that require hospitalization and more stress on the medical system if you get sick. Like if you were a normal, healthy person, the odds of you being put where you would put more stress on the medical system is much lower than if you're not. So like it's this double whammy that these fucking that is happening. And and so we have this sick care system that's not a health care system. We've got this whole thing with like I can be fat and healthy and you just need to learn to accept my body. And it's like no, you fat fuck. From this day forward, like what this means is, is your lifestyle choices and your health is not just your choice. It affects everyone the fuck around you, and you need to fucking stop being such a selfish asshole and, and be healthy, take stress off the medical system, be a good fucking fellow citizen, you know? So, but that's, that's the fucking problem. And then you take stress off the medical system in general, and we would have the buffer system that we need, and then you would have a more robust population that would be able to deal with things better in the future. And so, yeah, there's things that you need to deal with on, like, you know, in the medical system and other things, but at the heart of it is not, like, more money thrown at the medical system and more regulations and all this shit. It's like America and the fucking world needs to look itself in the mirror and be like, God damn it, I'm a fat fuck. I'm to blame for this thing, and I need to be the one that fixes it. So there you go, dude. That's my man. I, get it. No, dude, I agree a hundred and ten percent. But like, I don't, I don't see that happening. I'm not optimistic. I don't. No, I don't either. This culture we're in, in this day and age, to hold somebody accountable for being for you know, taxing the medical system because of their shit lifestyle and their lazy lifestyle. Yeah. Man, like, it's, that's, dude, I. Dude, fat shaming is for national security, people. (laughs) Don't let them fool you. Like, it's for national security. Like, having a fat, unhealthy population is a national security issue. Period. I mean, man, we've yeah. talked before, right? We over the over the course of this podcast, you've actually brought up some like articles that you came across over how they've had to change some of the standards in the army because yep. of like the decreasing just physical capacity of the average recruit coming their way, and that there's an actual worry about will we have enough able-bodied soldiers to man the battlefield if we actually had to? So, like, it's already a problem. Right, like the the just from a standpoint of like you know we need able-bodied people to be able to fucking stand up if we needed them, and, and, that's, and basically, now, that's basically what's what is being shown right now is like we're kind of going into this battle, and we don't have enough able able-bodied soldiers, and so that's why shit's going sideways on it. 
Um, yeah. If we were a society full of healthy, robust individuals, this would not be that big of a deal. No. We wouldn't have a medical system that was ready to collapse because of it either. Like, that's, that's the flip side. It would fix both fucking problems. Yep. Fix both fucking problems, man. But, you know, no, nah, you're not going to tell somebody that. You're going to get a $2 trillion stimulus package passed and send them $1,000 as fucking buy-off money. And, uh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. So there we go. But, yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. That's the, the thing. Yeah, there. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just, it is, it's frustrating, you know, and that's, a lot of those points is, uh, let me go go back to it, because I never finished it, to why I decided to stay home, is because I'm in contact with so many people on a daily basis of these fucking people that are high risk, and not taking care of themselves, unhealthy, and, and I just was like, man, what if I, like, you know, what if I'm carrying this thing around and I give it to some of these unhealthy people? Or if, I can, if I'm carrying it around and I'm passing it off to the people in my life I care about, you know, my friends, my family, my training partners, like, that's not right. You know, I mean, like, I think I already had it, but I don't know. And so to be on the safe side, and no one can tell you, that, and that's, a, that's a shitty thing too. Like, our system's not set up. Like, it would be super easy. Like, hey, man. Like, I'm in a position where I'm in the contact with a lot of people out in the public on a daily basis. Hey, let me get tested real quick. Oh, no, I'm clear? Cool, I can just fucking live life as normal. You know what I mean? But no, it's like you don't have that option. So, yeah, but I mean, if you get tested and they say that you don't have it, like, what, what about tomorrow? Exactly. You can't get tested every day. No, know? man. I, mean, I, I fully understand that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't give a fuck. Like... There was a uh, – because, uh, you know, they're still trying to get Khabib and Ferguson going, man. They're just, like, determined <laughs> to get the fight going. I had it Dana, cur- man. That, that fight's cursed, dude. I, it's never going to happen. I, I, man, I hope not. I hope they fucking force that thing to happen. And uh, – but, you know, they were uh, – yeah, Joe was – I guess had a, he was talking about it or something and was asked about it. And he was, um, you know, just pointing out, like, oh, what happens if, like, one of them has it? Like, do they fight? And it's like – Man, I'll be honest with you. At this point, like I would, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not like, I, 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 I it's. I don't. I don't think that it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Like it, it's. You know. I guess if they had the flu, I, I probably wouldn't. But they wouldn't let somebody who had the flu fight. You know what I mean? Like if you showed up to fight and you, you, you obviously had the flu. Like they wouldn't let you fight. Right and and, and right. so and so this is so if they if they test you and they determine that you are sick and you have something like that's kind of taken out of your hands anyways. It's not like wow, do you still want to fight him? He's got the flu. He might catch the sniffles. It's like uh, so it's it's already. But I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not fucking scared. But like personally, I don't know, man. This is a hard thing, and this is where again where personal responsibility comes in because there's this whole thing of like, well, you know, you may be being careful, but you may come in contact with somebody who isn't being careful, and then they're gonna go spread it to somebody, and blah blah blah. And it's like Jesus fucking Christ, like where does personal responsibility come into this thing? You know, like I am doing everything I can to avoid, like I'm I'm not, you know, uh, you know, having contact with my mom. You know, I'm I'm talking to her. But you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm being respectful of social distancing when I go out. I am, you know, limiting all that stuff. But by the same token, you know, 
so I, I, I don't feel like I'm going to spread it to – like I'm not going to personally put someone at risk in danger. And so if somebody who also is like, hey, man, I'm also being responsible and, you know, I'm not at risk or, or whatever the thing is. And, and it's like, you know, hey, do you want to uh, do something? And it's like, okay, fine. And then, you know, that, but, and then it's like, man, I'm, I am counting on you to be fucking responsible and not like go visit an old folks home right after this, (laughs) you know? And it's like, so I understand the line where it's like, look, people are like, yeah, I, I, I don't, you, you, at some point you can't make everyone suffer because some people are going to be fucking dipshits. And so, but, uh. Uh, yeah, so I do. I do think there's a, there's a fine line there. It's funny. Actually, uh, Gordon Ryan. I don't know if you saw. He took a bunch of shit. Him and uh, a couple people because they posted a picture of ten of them together. Like you know, after like obviously some training, and people just lost their shit. And uh, man, it's like what the fuck, man. Like you're like these are responsible adults, and if they are quarantining themselves. And and they decide that they want to come together and train and go back to their quarantine, and and they're staying underneath the the numbers and 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 being discreet about it and all that other stuff. Like, what the fuck, man? We're adults at some point. Like this this paternal like that's the thing, man. It's just this reeks so much of like the the paternal instinct of government to like, oh, you know, we know better than you. You kids don't need to be fucking staying up after midnight. And it's like, God damn it, mom. Like, what is going on here? So it's like when the rules get too strict, you start like, like that's the problem is like it, people are going to start sloughing off everything. If, if, if things that are obviously like, come on, man, this is bullshit. This is not fucking a problem. And you're still busting my chops over it. Well, I'm just going to do whatever. Like you guys are going to bust my chops no matter what. And, yeah, I think that uh, that's where the hysterical pitch, like earlier we were talking about, like, misrepresenting information. All of a sudden, people don't know what to believe, period. And so they stop believing all of it. And it's like, man, if you guys take this shit too far, people are just going to, like, just dismiss it all. And then you're really going to have a problem. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think everybody's got to do the best they can. If they're being responsible and and you're fucking have other responsible adults, then, like, it's America, people. Like, fuck. But that's my opinion. <laughs> oh, it's fucking crazy times. It's, I never thought... Yeah, I mean, this is the first time in my 40, 41 years of existence that I've had to deal with something like this. And it's just... It's weird. You know, if this would have went down 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, this pandemic or whatever virus would have rolled through, I think it would it would have been being handled quite a bit differently. I, I think it's really indicative of the times we're in. Yeah. That the reason it, the reason is being handled the way it is. Yep. No, man, I agree, dude. Twenty years ago, it was nine eleven. Yep. I mean, that was some some fucking. That's why I've said this before. Like the world after nine eleven was way scarier than the world today. Like, like the actual reality of the situation. Like, holy shit, I could go anywhere and get blown up. You know what? Blow bombs are fucking indiscriminate. You know they blow everybody the fuck up, and that's not the reality today. You're not gonna go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's 
like you're not waking up to the to the higher probability and the mental like holy shit in the front of your head like i could go to walmart and get fucking blown up what the fuck's going on here and now it's you know that like that was a way more scarier reality like don't you think man i don't know I mean, no, 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 like, the people, like, the, the response to this is what makes it scary. Like, the coronavirus itself. Yeah, like, the, like yeah, if, if you waking up to, like, scary. no, no, yeah, if you wake up to the coronavirus itself, just the facts of the coronavirus and, and, and who it gets and what it does and just all these things, like, that's not as scary. No, like, that's, not near, that's not nearly as scary. No, no, but the reaction that people have had is what has made this, like, fucking, like, scary. It's like this self-inflicted thing that we've done to ourselves. That I just, I still can't help thinking there is some world government out there just going like, "Holy shit!" If we'd have known they had fucking done it this easily, like we'd have done this long ago. Like, holy crap! Like, I still feel like there was this this test just to kind of see like how far will they let us take this shit? Like, will they really let us just quarantine them into their houses and just close everything down? Like, what do you think? What do you think the over-under on this is, Bob? You know, at fucking Illuminati headquarters. And they had, like, a whole <laughs> fucking, like, betting table on, like, how far do you think they're going to let us take this shit? And somewhere, somewhere, someone's just like, I can't believe this shit. I, I, this just blows my mind. This was just a fucking test. This wasn't the fucking end game. We're not even really ready for this shit. Like, God damn it. So, all right, got to scramble, we'll get this world government in place because fucking everybody's going for it. All right, and I, 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 there's just this like fucking weird feel of like people are like like people are like, God damn, I can't believe that they really let us do this to them. Now, what do we do with it? And uh, yeah, I hope not, man. I hope not. But you know, yeah. there's always there's always a side of me that goes towards the conspiracy side of things. And believe me, when it comes to this. I've done a fair bit of reading and research on all the different conspiracies. You know, I, have you gone down this rabbit hole with uh, conspiracies on the coronavirus? Man, I haven't just because I'm afraid. Like, I have my oh, own that, man. that I, I think are, like, you well, know, that, frightening enough. I mean, they're, the, what you just touched on is, is kind of one of them. Um, you know, that's not a big one. You know, some of the bigger ones are this was a, a weapon put out by China to destabilize the government so they can get rid of Trump. You know, that's Ooh. a big one. Um, another big one, this one's fucking hilarious, is that this was all a big cover-up so they could launch 5G. Oh, media, media <laughs> distraction to launch 5G. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's – yeah, because, you know, 5G is so dangerous for us, and the, so they had to uh, distract us with this and whatnot like uh there there's some fucking good ones out there man like man. you'll find you'll find people that'll tie this all the way back to like kobe bryant like oh uh, whoa really kobe knew something the mamba well, was i i i would have i got i'd have to go back and read it again but you know the the same people that would take it back that far was like they say kobe was assassinated he wasn't actually you know didn't die in the helicopter crash or or that they plan that crash. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you look up COVID in like, I don't know, in Greek or some shit, it actually means spells Kobe. They, 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 yeah. They draw. All oh these man. Dude, it's hilarious. Wow. Um, yeah. I don't let myself. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I do see, I do think it's a little, the timing is kind of crazy. We're coming up on the election year, but then again, it's, is it backfiring? Because, like Trump's, no. Trump's approval rating 
is higher than it's ever been right now. Dude, you know, I, yeah. I'm so, not a big Trump supporter, but I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking glad he's in office right now. I would be so much more worried if we had fucking Hillary Clinton or Obama leading us. It, like, God damn, dude. Like, they would just be like, whatever you guys say, okay. You know, just no fucking, no pushback, no thought, nothing at all. Like, we would be in so much fucking trouble if we did not have someone who actually had a goddamn spine. Now, he may be misguided, but fuck, man. Like, at least there's some digging in of the heels as they're, like, fucking dragging us to the slaughterhouse. It's like, you know, somebody is at least. Like, thank God. So... I don't. Yeah, I'm. Like I said, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a Trump supporter or anything like that. But I'm fucking glad he's he's running things right now. Cause uh, yeah, at least somebody's saying something. But yeah, people fucking hate that guy though. It is hilarious. I don't know if you've seen. There's a a call for a media blackout of Trump. Like uh, it started some public radio station in like Washington State or Oregon or one somewhere up there. Uh, stopped running the the broadcast of the press briefings, the, the daily uh, coronavirus press, press briefings. And they said because President Trump lied so much and just had so much misinformation that it was uh, that it was damaging. And so they just took it on themselves to censor him and stop broadcasting the fucking address. And and uh, and so now there's like uh, uh, you know a call obviously from the kooky fucking fringe, but to like you know oh Trump is spreading so much misinformation and it's so dangerous that we need to censor him and and silence him and no more uh, reporting on what he says and it's like holy shit man like this is it this is the like you censor people you disagree with you silence them we're not gonna discuss this we're gonna silence them. That's and so. That's so dangerous. So dangerous. Anybody who doesn't realize that's dangerous is just a fucking idiot. That's a, there's nothing else to say about that. You can't silence the opposing opinion. Yeah, let them no. talk. No, especially when it's the fucking president, the 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 legally elected president of the United States. Like I don't give a fuck what your personal feelings are. You know, like it's uh. Yeah, like some people have fucking sat up there and lied before. Like I did not have sexual relations with that woman, you know. Like fuck, dude. Like oh, politicians lie. Hey, you know, jazz hands. Like fucking surprise. Uh, you're worried about it now because it doesn't fit your narrative. And you guys have this. There's this fever pitch of like a, a messianic, uh, um, you know, role for the media in this, like they are the messiahs of civilization because if they can convince people that what they need to do and direct this opinion and all of these things in the right direction, that they can save people. And, and so them, them, any, any means necessary is okay. If, if at the end of it, you're trying to save people, it's like the fucking children think of the children. It's like, God damn it. Now, you know, what am I supposed to say after that? Right? It's like, think of the people we're saving. It's like, fuck, you know, I'm not trying to kill people. Stop putting this like that. Like, you know, stop saying these things. It makes me, you know, you're, it's fucking bullshit. But yeah, every, anyone I've seen calling for it's an idiot. I didn't realize I had so many fucking idiot friends on, uh, on social media, but it doesn't really surprise me. But uh, <laughs> now I see why you got off that thing years ago. You're going to have to get back on so you can join us on Grumpy Guy, bro. Nope. I mean, I don't even think you have to log in. I think 
you could just probably just go to my Facebook page. I could be wrong, but I don't even know if you have to be logged in to access my Facebook page and stuff on it. Nope, so. I won't even type Facebook into my browser, man. Ah, uh, not fucking happening. You could uh, you could live stream that thing on uh, YouTube. I can. I tried. I, I just I have more people that follow me on Facebook, and gotcha. so uh, yeah, I tried streaming something on YouTube. I'm gonna stream more stuff. I got nothing else to do, man. I just come here and shoot videos and stream shit. <laughs> is, I'm in my element, man. This is fucking, you know, I like, yeah, this is what I do. I make yeah, money. Yeah. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'll like, I'm not, I'm not terribly upset with like the whole quarantine thing. Like, I kind of like just being at home and now I have a legal justification. Someone's like, Hey, why don't you come over? I'm like, sorry, bro. Can't. I got to fucking stay. <laughs> I got to Someone saddles up too close to you in the grocery <laughs> store. Now you don't look like a weirdo when you fucking just, Step six feet away. <laughs> yeah, man, it does. Yeah. You know that is that is that is funny, man. Like people, uh, there, there is a bit of a societal reset going on that I don't think is necessarily all bad. No, no, I don't think it's bad at all. Like, it makes you kind of think about things. You know, that it's funny that you say it like that to a societal reset because I was thinking about that. You know. <clears throat> They got the stay-at-home order in place for us here in Colorado, and I do. I'm still, you know, a lot of people are getting hit economically, like they can't go to work. You know, they're losing their paycheck. Dude, I'm super fortunate, man. They, I, dude, I put in. I got overtime this week. Like on, I think Thursday, man. I put in like a 13-hour day. I worked yesterday, and I normally don't work Fridays. Hey, I, I had plenty of hours this week, so I'm really fortunate. You know, and for me, just to be like spitting in the universe's face like oh you know you don't have you don't have to change your life at all you can just keep going to work you can just go to the store you can go train you can do all the shit you've already been doing this whole thing doesn't affect you you are you are special you know what i mean i'm like wait a second i know i'm not special so maybe i should listen to what the universe has to say for like a week or so and then fucking go back to my normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hear what you're saying i wouldn't uh man I, I gotta be honest with you for me i feel like okay man you know you just you're i don't know how to uh i don't know how to put it right because when i am a little superstitious i hate, hate to say things that could come back and you know universe bite me in the ass to prove me wrong but right. I feel like if you've made some uh, some good decisions and not put yourself in a really vulnerable spot, like this is the kind of situation that really uh, shows that. Like you don't necessarily see the benefit of that every day, right? Like when the economy's humming and everybody's got money and everybody's going on trips and buying stuff and going out to eat and doing stuff, and you're still sitting there going like, "All right, man, you know, I'm I'm focused on paying down this debt. Or I'm focused on." You know, making sure that I, I don't take on a car payment or, you know, and investing time and money in, in getting this extra kind of side hustle thing going or whatever that is, right? Like, you don't always see that on a day-to-day basis. But, man, when shit hits the fan like this and you realize, like, man, I've kind of built a reasonably robust lifestyle. Like, I, my lifestyle can take a hit and it's not a major just giant disruption like it can be for some other uh, people who, you know, whether through choices of their own or not, right? Like, there's definitely people that, that have uh, more culpability in their situation than others. 
but uh, I, I just think it speaks to the importance of, of you know, engineering your lifestyle in general. You know, like for us, like that's one of the things. Like I keep trying to put myself in a, in a regular person's shoes, and it's like, man, a regular person eats out several times a week. So for them to not be able to go and eat out is a little off, a little different for them, like a major disruption, right? Like we, you and I, we eat at home all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Not, I, all the time. It's not that big a deal. No. Yeah, almost never eat out, right? So okay, so that, you know that doesn't really affect us. Like you and I, we don't really go out and, and and spend a bunch of money like on entertainment and shit. Like entertainment for us is taking the dogs for a hike or going out and doing something outside physical that. You know, maybe we've invested a little money in some equipment, but like in general, it's it's not something that requires uh, a lot of money, and and you can in a place to go and do. It's like so when when that other shit gets shut down, it's like well, this is kind of what I do anyways, right? Like when you like agree with that too? Yep, exactly. I mean, outside of jujitsu, that's really the major disruption. But when you look at like lifestyle, like how do you live your life? What do you do for fun? Like those are the things that I think, man, if you put yourself in an average person, especially if you're living in a city and like there really is nothing else to do but like go places and spend money and do shit, then and now all of a sudden they're telling you like you got to stay in your fucking apartment and you can't go anywhere and do anything. Like that's got to be fucking tough. And uh, yeah, so you know that's it's uh, some some lifestyles are a little bit more more robust to some of these these things than others. But I think that that societal reset, like I mentioned, like there's a lot of people that are having to stay home and cook more. There's a lot of people that are getting to sleep for the first time in fucking years. It's like, hey, you know what? That's the that's the upside to not having a job. Like you don't have to get up in the morning, so you can. Get some sleep, and you can get outside and spend time doing things outside. Like so, you know. Like I, like I, I was half joking when I was like, "Man, the, the neighborhood was alive with kids, like riding their bikes, like you know, families out walking again. Like some of them practicing good social distancing. Some, you know, kids playing. It's like, dude, what am I going to tell my fucking kid? You can't go outside and play. Like, get out of here, man. Like that's that's ridiculous. And that's, but you, that's how neighborhoods used to be. I yes. remember. I remember growing up. There was a bunch of kids in my neighborhood, and during the summer, that's all you would hear is kids running and screaming and playing and zipping yeah. all over on their bikes and shit like that. Yeah, that's how that's how a neighborhood should be. Should be, but yeah, yeah, that's you can only watch so much TV. You can only play like like a normal person. Some people can definitely fucking you know take it to the extreme and beyond. But I think a lot of people are realizing I can only fucking binge watch so much goddamn Netflix. I got to go do something. I got to, you know, like a lot of people are way more interested in in like fitness and trying to figure out how to work out at home. And so like it's not all necessarily bad. I mean, yeah, losing your job sucks. Like having this uncertainty sucks. But, you know, there like there's 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 some forced resets that and and things that that you can do in the in, in the time that can one make the time more productive and two might be good things for you to just kind of keep in your life in general and so yeah i think that uh there's a couple lessons from that but i think that um we're all being affected by it and i i think that you know that you have done a good job of i mean you know who knew that working for fedex would be part of the solution right like you know you, you <laughs> 
like who the fuck you know that is uh uh you know you are a little fortunate with that that your job is for uh you know something that is part of the solution to the problem but uh, man beyond that like you know i think a lot of it the reason that this hasn't affected you and and really like me quite as much is just because of our general lifestyle uh before this and uh so yeah that's been the worst yeah. part for me is all these motherfuckers that go out to the trail now. It's like, where the fuck do people come from? Like, go home. Like, I could come out here all the time and none of you motherfuckers were here. Now, everybody's got nothing else to do and they're saying, go to the trails. And it's like, I don't want you out here. I used to like to come out here and not have to see people. But that's just grumpy James. So. That's funny. No, man, I think you said a lot of good stuff there. You know, because it will force people uh, to that social reset, you know, that lifestyle reset, hopefully, you know, and, and hopefully they will extract the value from that. And once things get back to normal, which they inevitably will to keep those healthy habits that you're going to hopefully put in place during this quarantine or whatever you want to call it and hopefully keep them going once this thing's let up. Um, yeah. But then again, like, Again, hopefully people do that. I'm not the most opt- – I don't have a lot of faith in uh, society as a whole. You know, I just, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see of- a whole – yeah, I don't see a whole lot of fucking self uh, – yeah, whatever coming out of it. Nope. I see a lot of people sitting around watching the shit out of Netflix and then – Checking the new, can I go outside yet? Can I go outside? Oh, cool, I can go back. Can I go to the bar yet? Yes, we can go out this weekend. Let's go. You know, that's, uh, anyway, yep. that's, probably just, that's probably just me being a bit of an asshole. But. Man, actually, you know, speaking of the more things change, the more they stay the same. Did you see good old John Jones managed to get himself fucking arrested? <laughs> I, did, I saw the headline. I did not. Uh, read into it. I didn't care enough. I was like, "There's enough of this at shit this going point, on right now." Yeah. Well, you know, at this point, it's like, okay, I've seen this show before, but it is a little amazing. A little what amazing. Did, do you know what happened? Do you know what he did? I, I mean, just from what I read, the there was uh, cops were responding to to the sounds of a firearm discharge. Somebody just shooting off the gun in the air or whatever. And when they're responding to the area, they found uh, old John Jones in his car, and it's parked on the side of the road, and it's running, and I, I don't know if it's running, but he's in the car, and he's, you know, drunk and fucking, uh, and, but he you know, said he had been driving, was going to drive, he had a gun in the car, so yeah, they fucking dragged him out and said, all right, buddy, we need to take you downtown, so uh, yeah. Just really, again, it's been said before, and, uh, you know, got, got fucking said again. Is like, how on earth do you not just pay somebody, like, $50,000 a year to do nothing but drive you around? Like, that's your job, motherfucker. Drive me around. You are my personal Uber driver. And, like, how his manager, I mean, what do you do at a certain point, right? Like, how are you going to stop a grown man from driving a car? Fuck. <laughs> You would think at a certain point, like, God damn, dude, stop getting in cars. You're at least in the <laughs> driver's seat, you know? Like, it, that is like a strip club at 2 a.m. John Jones in the driver's seat of a car. Like, good things just don't happen there. Like, no, they're fuck. not. Yeah. And it's such a shame, you know? It's one of the best fighters maybe ever, you know, just so talented. He's he just natural talent. The guy just has great genes. 
if he, dude, if he was to buckle down and just focus on the craft, oh my god, he'd be fucking. Inst- but he's a madman, you know, like genius and madness are yeah. next door. They're neighbors and they're borrowing each other's sugar and butter all the time to make some fucked up cookies that involve guns and alcohol and driving cars. Oh yeah. He just can't I'm, keep it together, man. <laughs> you almost have to try. I mean, with all this shit going on, man, Ugh. like you almost have to try to get arrested at this point. I know. But uh, it's fucking funny. So uh, oh, I got another note here. I came up with a new thing danger, in our danger-based lifestyle theme. Yeah. Danger-based haircuts. So, danger-based haircuts. I need you yes. to elaborate. Yes. Using, using fire. So... <laughs> I was I was trying to get the barbecue going the other night. I'm sure you can see where this is going. And uh, so I'm like bent down and I'm fucking with the stuff and I'm trying to get it started. Of course, I didn't realize that like my head is at like, you know, <laughs> level with the, the, the grill there. And my hair is getting a little long because, you know, my hair cutting place is closed. And so my bangs were like kind of sticking out a little poofy. And I didn't realize it at the time, but apparently I sensed those motherfuckers pretty good. Because later at night, I'm like, I don't know, I just randomly ran my hair, my hands through my hair. I'm like, dude, what is in my hair? And it, you know, it just felt like it was like something was dirty and crusty in it. And I go in the bathroom and look, and it was all like the singed tips of my hair. And oh, I had fucking awesome. given myself a nice little trim, dude. My bangs look way better now, actually. And so if you do it just right, it'll work. But it is definitely a danger-based tactic. So yeah, I thought you might that, like that. I do like that. That is, uh, <laughs> and, and you sanitized your hair at the same time. That's so right. You killed any of the coronavirus, and you are looking all trimmed up and professional. Like You, you accomplished a lot of things with this new, new uh, technique of yours. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, I don't know that I would recommend it. I don't know that I'm going to have an instructional on it because, uh, yeah, you fuck up once and uh, you're probably swearing it off for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're only, you're only going to fuck up once. Exactly. The scars and the hair not growing back will fucking ensure that. Uh, anyways, I don't mean to make fun of any burn victims. Didn't, uh, didn't, who was it? What the... Uh, Big rock star, or wasn't it Richard Pryor caught his Afro empire or some shit? Yeah, that's like, right. That's smoke, right. Smoking crack and he caught his hair on fire or some fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Got his fucking, yeah, exactly. I do I mean, remember that now that you say that. So uh, he was the first one to do this. You are not an original. I thought know, it was. Based hair oh, hair. Michael Jackson, didn't he catch his hair on fire during a Pepsi commercial? Yeah. I totally I remember he, that now. Yeah, yeah, I think he did also. I totally remember that now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not ahead of any curve. So my apologies, people, if you're sitting there shaking your head going, Richard Pryor and Michael Jackson did it already, asshole. So <laughs> I thought I was on something. <laughs> but, oh, uh, but no. So uh, you've been watching any instructionals or anything? I have not. I haven't been watching much TV, man. I just, uh, I would, you know, I've been busy at you work. Fuck. Yeah, you know, I've been busy at work, and then, and then, uh, you know, I even worked yesterday, and so the, my downtime yesterday consisted of playing playing some video games, and I haven't had much downtime today to spend doing shit around the house and lifting weights. So, 
No, no instructionals for me. Yeah, I'm getting through that Lachlan Giles one or Giles, whatever. It's fucking good, man. It's good. Yeah, you called last night. Kiel and I are working on our our inversion skills. So inverting from reverse De La Hiva. That's the that's the ticket. I'm like, it'll give me some more options from there. So. I'm liking that instructional, man. Thank you. You got you gave me the the gift card for my birthday, and that was the the videos that I got. And it is, I will say, it has changed my jujitsu game. I'm uh, I, I feel like it is. Uh, I, there's a definite improvement in a key aspect, and and so, but yeah, man. Thanks again. Oh, you're welcome. As long as you don't use your new shit on me, then we're good. Ah, oh, it's it's they have to use it on you. The uh, Jedi mind trick's coming, buddy. <laughs> it's coming. So no, it is good, man. I will just just say like as a as a review, I guess in general, uh, that I've been really impressed with it. He's got a good instructional style and and uh, the the way that he explains everything and and ties it together makes a lot of sense. So you know, half guard was one of those positions where. It uh, I wouldn't consider it a strength, and now I I feel like I'm trying to force people there because I'm I've got some good fucking things to do. So uh, yeah, if anyone's looking for a good half guard instructional, I would recommend that one. So I'm almost done with that, and then I got to work. I found a screaming deal on some yesterday. I, uh, I got two instructionals for twenty seven bucks in. Uh, it was, one was the Craig Jones uh, passing the guard with leg walks, and then another was on fucking turtle guard. What was the guy's name? I was going to see if you knew who he was. You, you know all these people, man. Where'd you, uh, where'd you pick these two instructionals up so cheap? They're on BJJ Fanatics, and gotcha. uh, I may have cheated a little bit because um, they had that sale going. Where they had forty two percent off. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was like community twenty twenty was the, the code. And then they have their daily deals where it's like fifty percent off. And just for like, you know, I, I've been kinda like looking at that Craig Jones passing with the leg walks one. And so I was like, man, I'll just take a look and see and, and pop that fucking code in. And sure enough, man, you got forty two percent off of the uh, the the half price. So I got both of those instructionals for twenty seven bucks. I was like, man, I got it. How do I say no to to that? So um, Eduardo Tellis. Oh, yeah. Yep. The Turtle Guard. Yep. Yep. Turtle Guard revisited. That's my next one. I was telling Kiela, it's like I feel like my half guard is getting shored up. Turtle's that next one where I feel like. You know, I'm not like clueless there. I've developed some some things that I do from there, but I don't just have like a really consistent, rock solid understanding of uh, of the position and and my options like uh, I want to. And so that's my next little area I'm going to look to shore up. So and then see where we go from there. Nice. You know, I think I had that instructional like the original one you put out at some point in time but I have no idea where that thing is at I still no. got a bunch of, I still got a bunch of old instructionals on DVDs tucked away somewhere yeah I got a pile of them here too I pulled out so I was going to let some of my guys 
the train here, use them if they needed them, but uh, nobody's taking me up on getting them yet. But uh, yeah, man, they're fucking. It'll uh, it's good. Watch the instructionals because even if you can't train, knowledge. I mean, it's uh, it's not the same thing as rolling with somebody. But man, you watch something and you get a little more knowledge about a position, and guarantee you that'll you'll be better off than if you had no no extra knowledge during this time yeah, period. So yeah, you're way better off watching instructionals than you are researching coronavirus uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> yes. Well, you've heard all the best ones here, so you don't need to go anywhere else. Dude, still the 5G one cracks me up, man. Well, and uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it was to cover up. I've, I've seen a couple different angles. Like, one, it was to cover up 5G. And it, but uh, then, then the other one was that we all have corona in our, in our bodies already. And the five G they're gonna install just releases it, it activates it. Ooh, that's a good one, man. I yeah. like that. So that, that's, that's how they're gonna. One. That's how they're gonna control us. Yeah, with the five G and the coronavirus. Yeah, Kelly got sent a video by one of our uh, one of the the guy that works for us answers our emails. He, uh, you know, just like one of those. Um, I guess you'd, you'd you'd call it like one of those global warming debunking type, you know, ones because this is this is the opposite, right? Like global warming is the accepted, and anybody who says anything different is like fucking like uh, you can't say that. And so that's that's the opposite. Right? Like there's doctors out there that are saying the opposite of what all these other medical professionals and and these you know talking heads are saying. They're just they're in the minority. You know, you don't hear about them. But, like, there is some really interesting other scientific points of view uh, about this. And, and one of them was that, like, the, the, like, this may not be a new thing. Like, the coronavirus may have, have gone through the population before. We just couldn't fucking test for it. So we didn't know it was there. And, and so, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, the thing that drives me nuts is they find that all of these people have it, but they don't adjust, like, the mortality rate as they discovered that, like, oh, wait a minute, way more people had this than we thought had it, and then adjusting the mortality rate, they just keep the mortality rate the same and just keep projecting, like, oh, well, based on this, then this many people's going to die. Like, this is a, an emergency, and it's like, like, you guys should be realizing, like, way more people had this than you thought, so, like, this thing, the fucking cure rate is probably, like, 0.1% or something like that, but... That's where you get these fucking insane numbers that they come up with. Then, yeah, it's fucking crazy. So, how do you get on that again? I was talking <laughs> about instructionals. I have no, oh, because I brought up, oh, I said that watching instructionals, instructionals is more beneficial than researching coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, it took us back down that rabbit hole. Back on that, but yeah. So, I'll say too, the Donaher one, I watched the, his solo drills one, and, uh, it was good, man. I got some good tips out of it. I'll definitely, you know, make some changes to some of the coaching cues and things I'm, I'm uh, using to help people get more out of some of those uh, movements. Because again, a lot of these things like bridging and shrimping, and I mean, a lot of these things should be part of a good jujitsu warm up, anyways. And so, uh, yeah, just knowing how to get the the most out of those movements. Because I mean, I think you'd agree, man. There's a big difference between 
shrimping down the mat and knowing how to actually fucking use your shrimp to get out of somebody's like side control or, or mount position. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And I, I haven't seen that new one he put out cause he put, that was a free one he put out. Yeah. All this craziness. Right. But yeah. I have his, uh, escape instructional. I forget what, what it's called off the top of my head, but, um, you put out that instructional all about escapes and guard. You know, two different ones. There was guard retention and escapes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in that escape tutorial, he, he has a big section just on all about the movements of it in, and not even involved with a partner. Yeah. Just breaking, breaking down the mechanics, uh, the regular shrimp, the power shrimp, the reverse yep. shrimp, the bridge, you know, you know, the bridge to turtle and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I bet you it's a lot of the same stuff. I bet it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Sounds a lot of that was uh was familiar, but yeah. yeah, Z was in here with us last night and he was at first he's all like, I I wanna go watch my Kindle and it's like, dude, you've been watching you know, yesterday was rainy and you know, he's watching a little more T V than we wanted and it's like, No man, I don't care if you sit here and stare at the wall. Like <laughs> it's not watching a screen. We're going to go home. You know, as soon as we go home, we're going to turn on the mass Singer, some other bullshit, start watching TV again. So, like, just do something besides stare at the screen. And, uh, and of course, he's all mad. And I don't want to do that. And I'm like, I don't care. And uh, <laughs> so we start drilling and doing the, the movements, the solo drill movements. And, man, all of a sudden, he's, like, next to us doing them and, and trying to copy us and not really coaching him on it, you know, just letting him do his thing. And, uh, yeah, man, he was doing, like, a really good job. And by the end of it, he was getting, like, some of those moves down better than uh, than some of the adults. So I was uh, I was pretty pumped. At least he's, awesome. he's getting a little, little jiu-jitsu movement going still, too. I know, and at the end, he's like, that was fun. It's like, of course it was. We, every time. Every time we tell you. But uh, I'd, I'd worry if he didn't complain, right? Like, that's when you get scared. Like, whoa, where's my son? So... <laughs> So yeah, man. So that's all I had on my list of uh, of things to, to to talk about. No, no, I don't have anything else profound to talk about. Oh, I don't know if you noticed uh, last week's episode. I screwed up when I pieced together the separate audio files because I put in, I pirated that coronavirus rap song. I put yes, that at the be- <laughs> I put that at the beginning, and then it was, then I put our normal intro. And then it was supposed to start our conversation. Well, somehow I screwed up and I had the beginning of the podcast overlapping like the normal intro. So there's like two audios going at once. And I was just, I was doing that late Sunday night and I just screwed up. So if anybody's, uh, I don't know. I'm saying this on this podcast, but this won't come out (laughs) next week. This is pretty fucking an apology. This is an apology. It's not a really way to tell you how to fix it. But if you were to go back and re-download it, it would be fixed because I did go in and fix it. Okay. But uh, this is more of an apology because I'm pretty certain no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, that was really bothering me. Go back and re-download it. But you never know. Uh, you never, never know, know, man. Yeah, somebody could have a collection going. And they go back and they got to get like the, the, the right recording to keep their grumpy guy audio collection perfect. And this will so. be in, this. Will, I'm sure this will cause our numbers to be fucked up again. Cause, well, why? You know, it's, well, because like the episode number. Because remember, like a long time ago, like, <laughs> yes, we screwed up the episode number, so we're not really sure 
but whenever we were on, so we just made a choice and went with it. Yeah. And now, now that I put two episodes out this past week, I'm sure that I'll screw up the numbers again. So. What do you mean you put out two episodes this past week? Well, because I, I uploaded one on Sunday night. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, I, I uploaded on Sunday night, but it came out on Friday, right? Yeah. And then I realized I screwed up the audio file, so uh, I, I, yeah, I, re, right. I re-uploaded it last, <laughs> yesterday, last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I, I fixed it and re-uploaded it. So, so are we only counting symptomatic or asymptomatic podcasts is what you're saying? Are well, we they it? haven't they haven't been tested yet, so right. I'm not sure. Okay, well, so that's, you know, that's whatever number makes us look better. That's, <laughs> so if it's higher, we go with that one. So then, that's, then, we'll go, then we'll go with that one. Okay, yeah, whatever. We have a state-run media here. We can control the information that comes out. So <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Well, that's uh, okay. Well, cool. That's good to know. I'll. Uh, I remember that. If anybody asks me, now I know. That's what happened. Yep. What the Just fuck bl- is going blame it on, on me, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So cool. So I guess uh, you'll be working this week, and then uh, we'll we'll see where you're at with your stay-at-home order. If we do another remote recording, are you and uh, Paul doing a remote recording for the pastor and the skeptic? Uh, we won't be recording an episode this week because we record every other week. So. I have the next six days to decide. God, I'm curious to that. Does he think this is one of the signs of the apocalypse? <laughs> he didn't. It didn't appear so. You should come in swinging with that, man. You should be like, dude, I'm convinced the world's ending, man. Here's all the reasons I think the fucking. I remember as a kid, man, I'd always see you have those magazines like 89 reasons the world is going to end in 1989. And uh, then the next year would be 90 reasons that the world is going to end in 1990. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, this year you only need fucking 20, 20 reasons. So, hit him up with that. It's one of the signs him. of the apocalypse. He didn't seem to be going down that rabbit hole last time I talked to him, but in this day and age, a week is a long time. So, we shall see. God damn, it is a long time, but it's not. You know, it's weird because I was thinking about that. I'm like, dude, we talked a week ago and like really like like things have not really – yeah, we got the stay-at-home order, but we all saw that shit coming. Yep. And, and we saw that a while ago and it's not new. And, you know, it's really like things haven't really progressed a whole lot over the last week, although every day seems like, you know, this microcosm. It's like every day is its own week. And then you look back after a week and you're like, wait a minute, like we're really not that much further along in this whole thing. Like what the fuck's going on here? So at least that's how I kind of feel sometimes when I'm looking at it. It's like, yeah, one is, uh, these weeks add up and then all of a sudden it's been like, fuck dude, we've been, we've been at this for a while. So we got to get back to training. Fucking the jujitsu world has come to a, a, a stop. That's a weird thought, man. It's something they mentioned on the uh, the, the Matt Burn podcast. But when you think about it, you think about like how just martial arts in general and everything has just been like progressing and progressing and progressing. And it's like, man, honestly, right now, like it's like as we know it, like it's not happening. Like like martial 
Martial arts, jiu-jitsu, MMA, these things are not, everything's on pause. Even like the progression of these organic things that have been like progressing since the fucking dawn of time, you know, like I'm sure there's some fucking villages and some back, you know, wherever they're still getting after it. But, uh, you know, on a large scale in like the first world, it's kind of weird how the fighting arts is, you know, these one of these things. Like I didn't really think about it, but like these things have been progressing forever since the dawn of time, and like they really are kind of on hold right now. Like, like jujitsu's not progressing. It's not going to be better at the end of this, you know. Like techniques and just kind of the overall, just like, you know what I mean. Like the evolution of jujitsu is a little bit on hold at the moment, which is a weird fucking thought. It is a weird thought, and I, I'm probably gonna run out of patience. And fucking get back to training <laughs> by, by, like, <laughs> by like next weekend or so. I can see it now because I'm already pissed. Like I wanted to train last night, you know, and and I actually had a couple guys uh, text me this morning, like, "Hey, you gonna train today?" And I was like, "Ah, man, I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna stay home." Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know how how much willpower I have to stay off the mats for too long. Yeah, man. Responsible adults training together. It's okay. It's uh, I think we'll, we'll be all right. So we'll, we'll ride next week with everything. So everybody, stay safe and fucking healthy and all that other shit. Prepare for your new medical overlords. They are coming. So uh, there you go. That's my go. prediction. Cool. I said we called a wrap right there. Sounds good, buddy. So uh, well, cool. Well, it's good catching up. And uh, yeah, keep in touch, and I guess we'll we'll uh, talk talk, talk next week. Cool. So, good, brother. Cool, man. All right, see you, James. Yep. Stay at the crib for about a year And I ain't coming back out until this shit clear I done bought me a mask and a lot of gloves And I still feel like that is not enough I ain't shaking no hands, I don't wanna hug Make sure you wash your hands with a lot of love So if you got that CV, they gon' find you If you coughing, I ain't trying to be around you I ain't even trying to stand beside or behind you I'ma try to help them motherfuckers find you I ain't even about to hop on no plane I ain't even about to stand in the rain I ain't getting on no train I ain't even about to drive in my lane I'm about to stay in the house and play the game Bitch, move, bitch, you got coronavirus Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus Move, bitch, you got coronavirus Ooh, shit, you got coronavirus We ain't finna do shit with this coronavirus I ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus